and wide awake. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also, you can check out the useful resources we have posted there. I'd also like you to check out the podcast. If you miss any of this show, you can go to uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us questions and comments? Email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Got a pack pack show as usual today, and uh, got a lot of uh, thoughts today going through my head about uh, government uh, overreach, uh, tyranny, uh, in which the federal government seems to be just wanting to take care, uh, take control of absolutely everything. And this topic of diversity, equity, inclusion, I feel, is just part of this whole big picture of all of this tyranny. Terms we hear a lot today involving uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. This is also known by the acronym DEI. Like many words these days, the meanings of these words have also been twisted by leftist progressives like so many other words and have been hijacked and weaponized for evil purposes. I want to start by reading to you the meaning of these words according to Merriam-Webster. Diversity, the condition of having or being composed of differing elements. Equity, a term related to justice or proportional fairness or in financial offices to property or one share of a company. Inclusion, the act of including, the state of being included, the act or practice of including and accommodating people who have historically been excluded because of their race, gender, sexuality, abilities. As I researched these terms, I saw them popping up over and over as it relates to policies being adopted by companies as part of their hiring practices. One article I found on Forbes.com was even titled, Why DEI and Anti-Racism Work Needs to Decenter Whiteness. Am I the only one that cringes as they hear this statement and find the whole thing to be contradictory, offensive, and meaning the exact opposite of what the words say? Is this yet another example of the inverted, bizarro world we are now living in post the COVID scandemic, in which many people began to blindly follow orders and believe everything our corrupt government told them to believe? And in this article, it states, following what some would call the racial revolution of 2020, companies far and wide have announced their commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and anti-racism. DEI jobs in corporate America and higher education have increased exponentially since the killing of George Floyd in 2020. It seems like every industry has been scrambling to demonstrate their pledges and promises to promote more inclusive environments by hiring DEI practitioners and anti-racism educators. Wow, whole new whole new generation of therapists have popped up now. Now they've got DEI practitioners and anti-racism educators. <laughs> really? 
In this statement, they mentioned the killing of George Floyd, which I believe was a tragedy, but which I also believe the facts were very, very distorted. This event was used to actually fuel more discrimination and racism, and was yet another event used to further divide and subjugate us. The concept of DEI involves choosing candidates based on factors such as an individual's race, skin color, gender, or sexual orientation over their ability to actually do the job. Isn't this practice the very definition of discrimination and racism? Doesn't the best way to eliminate discrimination and racism simply involve looking at us all as children of God, leaving labels behind, and thinking of each other as simply as human beings that came from the same beginning? Have we all forgotten about the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which ended segregation in public places and banned unemployment or employment discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or natural or national origin? I'm sure a lot of you people that are young, heck, this was even a little bit before my time, in which there were separate drinking fountains for colored people, separate bathrooms for colored people. Remember when women weren't allowed to vote? Remember when black people weren't allowed to vote? Or how about the Equal Opportunity Act of 1972? What about the equal opportunity sign we see posted in all businesses? The practice of DEI is illegal, and anyone that finds themselves a target of this policy is protected by law. Or since we started ignoring many laws since the illegal COVID mandates, are we now no longer a country based on laws? Are these big corporations immune from laws? If you are rejected from being hired for a job or being admitted to a school based on your whiteness or your religious beliefs or your race or your biology and not based on whether you are the best person for the job, I don't know about the rest of you, but that would make me feel like I was being treated like something less than a human being. Would you really want to know, and for everyone else to know, that you were hired only because of your skin color, or because you're a woman, or you're gay, or whatever other reason they come up with? There's a fine line between considering these factors when choosing the best person for the job but statements that involve considering someone's whiteness should be highly offensive to everyone. No different than considering someone's blackness. I read an article in TheGuardian.com that actually made a little bit of sense, at least. I'm going to read this to you. My advice, first and foremost, would be to consider each hire based on the value they can add to the team. Okay, that's acceptable. That's okay rather than simply in a specific role. It is not always about hiring the best person for the role, rather the best person for the team as a whole. It's like we have a lot of team-based stuff going on nowadays. So yeah, okay, that's a valid point. If you have gaps in diversity, then task those who are filling the role with finding candidates who can fill those gaps. Make it compulsory for all roles to have a short list that at least contains one strong male candidate and one strong female candidate. Okay, so, you know, you need, you need a variety of different outlooks uh, on life in general. Uh, different, you know, if you're going to fill a team and you want it to be effective, sometimes it does involve bringing in different people of different backgrounds. Okay, that's okay. When building a team to accomplish a certain task or mission... 
some diversity might be required to reach that goal. However, any policy that involves simply filling a quota is discrimination. Government implementation of diversity, equity, and inclusion is not included in the U.S. Constitution as a function of the federal government. As a matter of fact, it violates our rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Most people would agree that the federal government has exceeded its constitutional bounds, that it is too big, way too big, too intrusive, and too expensive. Congress functions as a national legislature, far beyond its few and defined powers, to encroach on those reserved to the states and the people. Examples include education, health care, various criminal laws. Health care. Why is the government involved in health care? Why are they involved in education? Crime, yeah. Okay, the government does need to be involved in crime. That's one of their main jobs, I think. Even more intrusive, however, are the more than 400 federal agencies created by Congress that issue thousands of regulations controlling every aspect of our lives, from our air and water to our farms and factories. The executive branch now chooses which laws to enforce and issues its own laws through executive orders and administrative rules. And the federal courts now routinely decide matters of public policy historically reserved to the states, including life, marriage, and morality. Marriage. Why is the government involved in marriage? Shouldn't that be, a, shouldn't that be a, a something that the churches take care of? Isn't that, why is the government involved in that? I can tell you why. I can tell you why they're involved in all of this, so that they can tax you more for more and more things. They want to have their little hands into, into your pocket on every little thing you do. In short, we have lost the balance of federalism. That apportionment of powers between the federal and state governments so carefully crafted by our founding fathers. Our state laws contain over 500 references to controlling federal law. Federal agencies now overlap and control our state agencies with thousands of federal regulations. And how are we controlled? With the lure of federal dollars which now comprise over 25% of our state's budgets. The Founding Fathers understood that the role of government in our lives was supposed to be small, but it seems like now that it has involved itself in every single aspect of our lives. The government confiscates our wealth to redistribute it to anyone or any cause that they want. Most times, it is solely for the purpose of buying votes and staying in power. The recipients of this theft continue to vote corrupt people back in office so they can keep getting the freebies. You know, I recall, I remember early on in this country's history in which you had to be a landowner to be allowed to vote. This would have been the logic behind that. All of this is unconstitutional and outside the bounds of powers given to the government in the U.S. Constitution. In a quote by Thomas Jefferson in his first inaugural address from March 4, 1801, he stated, A wise and frugal government, which shall restrain men from injuring them one another, shall leave them otherwise free to regulate their own pursuits of industry and improvement, and shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. This is the sum of good government. 
Thomas Jefferson knew what the heck he was talking about here. Now we've got an over, overbearing federal government that is now telling the states what to do. They're confiscating more and more of our hard-earned money. They're giving it away to wherever they want. They're giving it away to foreign countries. They're putting money in the pockets of Ukrainians. What the hell? Does that tick you guys off? Wake up, America. No kidding. They're getting pension plans when our pension plans suck. Yeah. They're taking your money and they're giving it to other people. I'm sorry, that is not in the Constitution as part of the role of government. That is unconstitutional. We have strayed so far from the Constitution as far as what the role of government is. Executive orders, um, three-letter agencies issuing mandates and essentially making rules and passing de facto laws. That's not constitutional. Congress is the only one that can make laws, and that is clearly defined in the Constitution. Congress shall make no law. You've heard that term before. That's because Congress is the only one that can make laws. Not three-letter agencies. Not the president. Not the governor. Anyway, so we got like... God, I got a pile of notes today. We're, we're just going to barely scratch the surface on these things. But we'll try because there's so much going on. I've got Kareen Rios back with howdy, us Howdy, howdy. Kareen is never short on words. And I'm never short. No, I'm always short. <laughs> well, she's always short, but she's never short on words. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. <laughs> and, of course, I got I got my co-host Stella here with me again today. We have buenos dias, los de Dios, and yeah. God bless America. No kidding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, wow. What do you think about this situation, Corrine, in which the federal government, now they're just taking money for whatever they want, and nobody's stopping them. They're just taking money, giving it to wherever they want. Congress has nothing to do with it. I think it's just been done for a very long time already. And because of, um, you know, we have access to so many things now that we know about it now. But I think it's just been that way for a very, very long time. That's I would I say think. like 50 years, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. At least 50. You know, I mean, how long has Planned Parenthood, uh, the government, giving money to other countries for Planned Parenthood? Mm. Right? So this concept of taking our money and, and uh, giving it uh, around the world is nothing new. It mm. really, truly isn't. People probably didn't know that. Well, it's nothing new, but you can see the difference now. Like before, it actually was, I think, helping another country, you know, because they were down. They, they were, but is know, that our role? Poverty. See, this is this is the role here. Is that our role to give our tax dollars to another country? No. Period. Yeah. To me, it, it is not. It is not. And mm-hmm. I and I particularly don't buy that argument, Stella, that, oh, mm-hmm. well, they're down. Well, you know what? Get off your butts there in Mexico and, mm-hmm. and deal with it just like we did our Civil War. Mm-hmm. You do your part. Don't be taking my money uh, that's just me yeah you know well well it's clearly the problem i see is it is completely unconstitutional the 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 u.s constitution clearly defines what the government can spend money on and that's not one of them correct now what they should be spending on which they are required to do is defend our country from foreign invaders and they're not doing that spending your money on defense yeah Right? No, they're not doing that. They're not doing We've that. Got they're not doing infrastructure. In by the millions across our border. Right? They're not doing infrastructure. No. That's where our money should be going to these streets and the policemen and but it's not. Because and you education. know what? We, have I mean, to- we could use all kinds of money for the the citizens ourselves, you know. Absolutely. No, we're putting the we're putting money in the pockets of Ukrainians. 
so that they can have walking around money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that doesn't really, really annoy everyone. We're sending tanks to Ukraine. We're going to yep. be sending F-15, F-16s pretty soon. So that's money. And just you like know. Afghanistan, we'll pull out and leave all of that, all of that money that we've invested in airplanes and, and machinery. We'll just leave it there. Of course. What, what is wrong with us? I don't know. I personally believe that all that money that's going to Ukraine is not staying in Ukraine. Probably not. They're laundering it. Probably. I mean, Russia even knew that. That's well, you know, Stella and I have been saying yeah. that for, for forever, mm-hmm. that they, they're laundering money is what they're well, doing. Well, does Haiti, does Haiti, does Haiti, isn't that what the Clintons did with Haiti? I mean, come on, any reasonable person will understand that what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Really. But if everybody knows and it can be confirmed, why are the U.S. citizens just standing still and allowing it? Because overall, we're very comfortable in our in our uh, our own little world, right? These other third world countries, I mean, they're up against some some massive uh, gangs, and you know, there's no jobs, and they're starving. The people in Venezuela are starving, but yet we're still comfortable here in America. Well, relatively, yeah. The other countries have already had tyranny for a lot longer yep. than us. Is what it is. Absolutely, but it's coming home. And we're so dumb, we can't even see it with our own two eyes. We sit here and we say, how can we let what happened to to the Jews, uh, you know, be exterminated? How can we even let that happen? But yet, here we are just putting on the mask. Mm -hmm. And so we're like blinded. I think we're so comfortable in our our own beautiful state that's really still prosperous, the only prosperous country right now. We're just still real comfortable. And that's part people of our get, problem. People get comfortable and yep. they get complacent and, and they're and, not paying attention. And, and I'm not trying so to So they bash. don't have any reason to worry about anything. Beagle. It's like, oh, I'm happy. I've got my Netflix. I've, you know, I've exactly. got. I, I'm going I can out go to a do, ball game. I'm going to a ball game. I'm out having fun. I'm doing That'll things. never happen you know, here. It's like, why should I be concerned? Because I've got all the stuff I need. This is America. That's not going to happen that's, here. That's not going to happen here. Right. That, it's that attitude that we Look at everything that that's happened have. over the past three years. How can you say that anymore? And, no. and, and I don't want to bash too many people, but because I was that way. Yeah. When I was at home homeschooling my four children, I was in my own little bubble. So I understand, you know, you're just trying to work hard and put food on the table. And and so I can understand it. But at some point, where where's your line in the sand to get up off your butt and do something? Right. Maybe when they take away your ability to go to a ball game. Oh, but that happened in 2020. So and yeah. here we are. And that didn't, didn't, that, didn't that didn't even wake them up. <laughs> that didn't no. even wake up some people. Yeah. You know, I think I think some people got woke up by not being allowed to go to church. Yep. I think that woke some people. And up. now they're still sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they, they're all going to say it'll never happen here. Yep. It, that's what Even they Even though they've say. seen what's happened so far. No matter what so you far. do to them, it's yeah. like they say that. It'll never happen. Well, it, it has and, happened here. What else know, do you want yeah, to happen? And you know what is interesting is that I really, uh, I, I have a conversations with people this all the time, and they're like, why aren't these Christians standing up? Why aren't these Republicans standing up? And I'm like, you know what? Some people are called to stand up, and some people aren't. Yeah. And and when you really look at the people who are standing up, the whistleblowers, they can only do that because they are they have that personality to not give a crap what anybody else thinks about them. Yeah. Right. All these whistleblowers. I mean, it's hard being a whistleblower. I mean, I'm one well, in yeah. my own county. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And, and it's, it's hard to be that one person to stand up and go against everybody else. And that's why, and, and not there's not a lot of people who, who are like that. Yes, you know that. Oh, I do. You, you know, and so we have to kind of look at it as the whole totality that they're just not there yet. Maybe they'll get there in this lifetime, but I don't know. Uh, maybe. 
I don't know. So I kind of got a common theme going here with a lot of these articles that I've been seeing, mm-hmm. things that I've seen coming up in which government overreach, mm-hmm. things like that. There is one that I saw just popped up a couple of days ago. It's like, you know how when Elon Musk bought Twitter, yep. okay, the federal government instantly started going after, oh, they, they wanted him to come to Congress. We got to yep. talk to Elon Musk. Right. You know, we got to see what he's up to. Okay, so on Fox News the other day, they they had this really good thing in which they were talking about how how they're going after Elon Musk now because of this. So I've who got is a, huh? Who is oh the government? Yes, the government. Oh, okay, okay. Here, you, listen to this. Sorry, okay. I lost you. So I I got this awesome clip and <gasps> okay. I'm going to play it here. Okay, so here, listen to this here. Now I can play clips from my own computer at Yay! our new studio. Isn't that great? We're all okay, so here up. it comes. I know. Isn't that great? And we're going to be able to do more stuff. So here it comes. While Republicans now investigating the weaponization of the federal government and are accusing the Federal Trade Commission of harassing the federal trade after the is FTC going after requested internal communications from the tech giant, including information on the guy who owns the whole operation, Elon Musk. Let's bring in Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. Tom, it's great to have you on. Uh, the FTC now also wants the all uh, identification of all the journalists that Twitter has given company information to. Matt Taibbi, one of them, said the following, quoting here, which journalist a company or its executives talk to is not remotely the government's business. This is an insane overreach. Michael Schellenberger follows that with the Biden administration is demanding that Elon Musk explain why he allowed journalists access to the Twitter files. This is an outrageous attack on the First Amendment. I think they've both got a point, Tom. Yeah, and the Federal Trade Commission is run by a recent Biden appointee. Only Democrats are there, no Republican appointees there currently. I don't know why we're getting that noise and, on this clip. Uh, but they started no harassing way. Moscow almost immediately kind of upon his taking over Twitter, supposedly for a consent decree that the prior management had signed related to privacy protections. So they're using that as an excuse to demand all records about Elon Musk to question him under oath, to investigate why he fired that former FBI lawyer who was working there, evidently censoring everybody, and, as you point out, uh, targeting journalists who were exposing Twitter documents that showed corruption by the Biden administration and other government officials in working with Twitter to censor Americans. Why isn't the FTC investigating tech companies for censorship and lying about the basis for the censorship? But this is retaliation. Must consider it it to be retaliation. And if I were in the House and I had a debt limit I had to argue over, I'd make the money for the FTC part of that discussion. And I'd figure out who was abusing their authority over there to target Musk and be sure they no longer were employed. Okay, so this is the federal government, once again a three-letter agency, the FT Federal Trade Commission. Okay, another one of these three-letter agencies in which they're going after Elon Musk because, oh my gosh, he's exposing the truth. Imagine that. It's like, does the Biden administration care about the First Amendment, freedom of speech? Of course not. And there's a whole lot of dirty laundry that Elon Musk is hanging out for everybody to see. And the federal government doesn't like that. And so they're attacking Elon Musk. But that's normal. It's it's the Ministry of Truth hard at work. It, yeah, when you don't like the truth, you go after the the you go after the person. Yeah, I mean that's just as old as I think since time began. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
but so they're 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 bringing it. They're 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 sending a three-letter agency after Elon Musk. They're going. They're asking him to produce all of these records. Which why should he produce these records? Why is it any of their business to know any of this stuff? Right. He wants. He wants he, uh, Elon Musk to basically uh, turn over names of other people that were involved in finding this information. They don't even. Uh, they, I, they, they don't they give gen, j- journalist protections over their sources. Yeah, it's called the First Amendment. Yeah, what's that, yeah. that's a thing of the past, though. Yeah, obviously, we don't care about the First Amendment yeah, anymore. Obviously, well, for some people. Yeah. For some people, you care deeply, but for other people, you don't. Yeah. And, and the thing that gets me is before all of this, everything flipped upside down over the past few years. Okay, they got away with telling you, you got to wear your mask or you can't, you can't go in and shop for food. You're not allowed to go to church. Oh, by the way, you have to submit to this experimental injection. We're not going to tell you what's in it. You can't go to the doctor unless it's an abortion. Yeah. You know, all of this, all of this, and they push this on people and people – Rolled over and they accepted it. And now, but I, but now I, they're accepting but everything. I, I think we're missing the point, Rebecca. I don't think that it, this just happened in 2020. People have been conditioned and indoctrinated since the 60s. Oh, oh, oh That's I why they were agree. so easily, yeah. uh, the government was so easily able to control people with that. We don't even realize that part. I mean, now with politicians and they say, that, oh, they're all for against CRT, CRT. And I'm like, you don't even know what that means because you've been indoctrinated. Right. Yeah. No, too. So I, I, I think that 2020 when they did all the masking was just really an indication of how well the decades of indoctrination worked. No, I think you're right. Right. I do. Because it just didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I talked about this once before, too. I mentioned the seatbelt law. Okay, why why does the government have a right to tell you whether or not you're wearing a seatbelt or not? Why should that matter to them? Yep. Okay, so what? You have a crash, you fly out of your seat, you break your neck, and you're dead. Isn't that on you? It doesn't hurt anybody else. But but the, the way they justify all this now is that they take it because they, they give people things. Now, here's the thing. I, I heard this told the other day. Anytime somebody gives you something, you better make sure you know what it is. The cost. Yes, the cost. What it is you've got to give in return because mm-hmm. nothing's ever free. Correct. You know, and when the government gives you something that they say is free, oh, oh, there is a, it's not free. Nope. There is a price tag on it. And usually it involves your freedom. But it's so subtle, you don't even know it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. You know, personally, I would rather be free and live with a little bit of risk. Mm-hmm. Freedom is not necessarily always totally safe. Right. It's not going to be. It's not supposed to be. No, it's not. Yep. (laughs) So (sighs) I have a ton of things. I want to talk about uh, the the tennis player, the Biden. Biden doesn't uh want to let him play in the United States. Uh, Trump did his speech at CPAC, which was really good, pointed Mm -hmm. out a few things I thought were rather interesting. Um, We're going to talk about, uh, let's see, I've got, uh, oh, Josh Hawley. He's talking to uh, A.G. Garland in Congress about uh, a pro-life advocate that uh, they went after. Yep, he's a weasel. Yeah, no kidding. Harvey. Tons and tons yeah. of stuff. And then we're going to talk about the Coy Griffin trial a little bit, too. I, 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 was, I was there, and I listened to the whole thing, and a lot of, a lot of points I want to make. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be a great show. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer Clear Tray Orthodontic Therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Welcome. Along with guest Kareen Rios. Howdy, howdy. Hey, so I'm uh, talking about uh, things that are kind of recent in the news. And did you guys watch the uh, the speech at CPAC that Trump gave? I did a little. Um, I thought that was really good. He talked about a lot of really important things. You know, one thing that really stood out to me. I'm going to talk about the other things too, but the one thing that really stood out to me is the 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 cheating, the 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 cheating in the election in 2020 and 2022, and how the Democrats, um, let's face it, they have no moral values, at least the ones that are leftist, progressive Democrats. These people don't have any 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 val any moral values mm-hmm. whatsoever. They believe in winning. Whatever it takes at all costs. And control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Trump was talking about how what we're going to have to do to win elections as long as these stupid policies that, that are probably illegal, things that were instituted without actually voting on them or anything else. But needless to say, they're in place. We've got the stupid ballot drop boxes. We've got the mail-in voting. You know, and one thing that – I remember on the last election, we were encouraging people to vote on election day. Well, that all yep. sounded that all sounded like a great idea. Correct. Okay, but 
And that's what people did in Arizona. That's what people did in mass. And look what happened. And what did they do? They oh, still cheated. Since, since yeah. these Republicans are going to show up in Arizona and they're going to show up to vote on election day, we're going to make sure that all of these tabulators are broken mm. on, on yep. election day. Yep. So we'll fix them. Yep. So thousands and thousands of voters in Arizona were disenfranchised. And as a result... Carrie Lake lost the election. Yeah, and, and I think I was one of those people, to be honest. Um, I uh, That's just me. I like voting on election day. I do, too. I think you should have a national holiday for election day so people can get to the polls. But now looking back, I understand how that bit us in the buttocks. And if we're going to continue to to have our early voting a month early, we need to, we need to kind of play how the Democrats are playing. Uh, that means ballot harvesting. I mean, if it's going to let's be let's harvest them right? ballots. Let's, let's you know, harvest Trump, them babies. Trump said, "Let's do what they're doing. Absolutely. Only we'll do it better." Exactly, and let's, that's... let's put drop boxes at all the churches. Exactly, I saw that. I love that. <laughs> let's harvest ballots at the churches. Let's yes. set up a table at all the churches. Let's make sure every single person in that church is registered, and let's put a nice, convenient ballot drop box right there. There for you the, go. Hey, we'll register. You drop that ballot in there right now. You know, you and go. this is was I opening for me. Let's get hundred percent of Christians voting. Exactly, because I, you know, I went to the David Clements. He was in Sandoval County, and and I asked him, should we be voting on election day or voting early? And he said, go on election day. And well, I, look, we're going to be bad. Well, I did. I thought and it sounded I like did. a great idea. To me, it did. You know, I was wrong. Let's do it differently. God says, know the schemes of the devil. Mm. And so just like his taxes, right? I kind of equate this back to his taxes. They wanted to see his taxes. He didn't pay nothing, right? And then they got his taxes. And what happened? He played by the same rules as the Democrats. Because we all want to get our income down Right. By deductions. So yeah. we don't pay taxes. Right. Well, right. Right. Well, you know what? It's time we do what the Democrats do. Ballot harvesting, drop boxes. Why the heck not? Instead of going door to door, knocking door to door, because that alone obviously does not work. Yeah. So you know what? I'm all for it now. Can my Let's, grandfather still vote? I mean, he's been dead 20 years, but can he? Can we do that kind of balance? I think all dead people should be registered as Republicans immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I think in New Mexico they passed that now there's going to be voter registration uh, automatic from the DMV. Yeah. You know, so we, we have to do what they're doing to combat the evilness. Yeah, you're right. See, what, what the, the strategy w- that we've been looking at is like, well, that's wrong. You can't be passing something like that. So therefore, since we think it's wrong, we fight against it. We try to get rid of it, which we should be doing. But then at the same time, well, it exists and it's in place and we're not making use of it. Correct. So I think Trump's on to something. There. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, on one of my previous shows, Derek was on and he, we were talking about this a couple of months ago. Derek said, no, we need to do what they're doing. We need to do it better. Yeah. And even with the messaging, I don't know why the Republican Party doesn't get on board and start messaging uh, or, or, or let me just rephrase that, start indoctrinating people mm-hmm. because that's what the left does. Right. Yeah. But we refuse to do that. Let me give you an example. There were the billboards that started going up in New Mexico about Planned Parenthood, New Mexico, abortion care. What party do you think that's promoting? Well, yeah. So already the left has already started campaigning. Believe it or not, they don't even have to say from the Democratic Party. They've already started campaigning. And where is the Republican message? Where's the conservative message? Nowhere. Nowhere. We're still thinking about uh, uh, knocking on doors. I didn't see any Democrats be knocking on doors. I'm sorry. That does not work alone. 
No. And I can tell you from my county, Sandoval, every single candidate that walked and walked and walked, they lost. Yeah. They lost. And the two people that I know that didn't walk as much as the other people, they won. Hands down. Hands. Well, mm-hmm. they won't say hands down, but they won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they won the races. <laughs> we have to think differently. We have to, to do what they're doing. Um because we just won't ever win. We have to go out of. Uh, we have to go after moderate Democrats, but we don't do that because you know you're not a Republican. You can't be in my party. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And I think Trump is trying to get us to think differently. And I think that's what he's brilliant at. No, I completely agree. You know, we have the problem with the Republican Party, and you and I have seen this a lot, is infighting. We have infighting within the Republican Party. Okay, wait. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, go ahead. Everybody has infighting. That's right. I don't care if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, if you go to the church down the street, if you go to a PTA school board, there is always going to be infighting because not everybody is the same, right? It's unity doesn't mean uniformity. Mm-hmm. And we've come to think that just because we're united, we're Christians, we're Republicans, we're at this PTA over here, that we're all going to be uniform. That is a fallacy. It's a lie. And it's keeping everybody down because, you know what, we're going to think differently on some things. But we have to learn how to discuss without getting our little feelings hurt and stay focused. And that's the problem that we have that every group has. Well, you know, Corrine, you and I have gotten to know each other so much better over the past couple of years. I mean, we met at a protest. Yep, yep. (laughs) And I I saw you. It's like, wow, I got to get to know that lady. She's really interesting, you know. And I'm sure we don't agree on everything. We don't. But you know what? Like example. Let me give people an example. Yeah, yeah. You refuse to get on an airline to go anywhere. And do you remember the conversation we had? I wanted to go see my daughter. So you know what? I was going to put a mask on to see my I daughter. I said, as long as I got to wear a mask, I'll never fly on another and airline. And we disagreed on that. Yeah. Some things, yeah. when I had to go get a hysterectomy, mm-hmm. I needed my hysterectomy. So I was going to put on my mask. But you, that was your line in your sand. You weren't going to do it. So we just agreed to just disagree. But we're friends. Yeah. Hey, we're still talking to each we other. Are, we, are. we didn't get our feelings hurt. <laughs> we focus on the things we uh, that we, we have agree in common. On. Exactly. In common, and I'm I'm allowing you to do you, and you're giving me the respect to to decide for myself yeah. if I'm going to put on my mask to go visit my daughter yeah. and have a hysterectomy. I'm sorry. That's right. That's called deny self in the Bible. Yeah. Where you actually deny what you think and allow me to be led by the Lord and do that, mm-hmm. but. But as far as we're going where there's a bunch of infighting, there's infighting everywhere. We just haven't learned how to deal with it appropriately. When there's infighting, we want to label the person, some people, as troublemakers. Yeah. And you know what? In the Republican Party, that happens all the time. I'm so sick of labels. I, I just I bothers. absolutely hate labels. You know what happened? No good, no question is a bad question. Do you remember that back when I was a kid and when I was teaching? Oh, yeah. We would say, there is no bad question. And now you pose a question and you're demonized as divisive, as a troublemaker. Everyone's offended. Everybody's offended by uh, a question. Yeah. Hey, do we have meeting minutes from our Sandoval <laughs> County Convention? And they don't answer you. And then they... I'm There's like, questions just, about the Bernalillo County one, oh, too. And the person yes. asking the questions is absolutely getting demonized and just and crucified. Exactly. And, and it's like... It's like, no, we're simply asking questions. We don't need to have this animosity. It's like, we're all freedom-loving conservatives. Why can't we focus on that? Okay, yes, 
you need to admit, yes, rules were broken. Yes. And if we're, if, you know, we're complaining about the other side breaking rules all the time, yes. we've got to follow our own rules. And in the Republican Party... The, the party that is pro-life, that is less government, that is less overreach, that is law and order, I'm seeing that we don't have a lot of that in our own party. And we wonder why we can't win anything. Yeah. I'm not saying we all have to be united and we all have to think the same. But there are some principles that we need to follow. And they're not being adhered to from people in leadership because they want to do the same things that the Democrats do. They want control. Mm-hmm. They want control. They don't want to educate their people. And so this whole notion that there's always going to be fighting, that's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. But let's learn to at least debate well. Let's learn to have a discussion. Let's learn to not be uh, uh, so offended by every little single thing. It's destroying us. Well, and it makes people think that uh, they're with the Democrats because they're not doing anything. Bingo. That's what I think. I go, they're afraid that they're going to get exposed for what they're done because right now we're hitting the Democrats left and right who could care less that you know what they've done yep. but if they speak up then they'll come back and slap them around and show all of their sins you know what I mean and you know what's interesting C- Tucker Carlson I was watching him yesterday and he said right now that the January tapes are coming out and you have a lot of Republicans who are who are uh, think that what Tucker Carlson is doing is wrong and it begs to think whose side are you on you some of you Republicans and you're siding with the Democrats you're on the same team well you know they're they're threatening Tucker Carlson absolutely now, and you yeah, it's just a matter of time when he starts talking about more of this footage from yes. January 6th like like the guy with the horns yes okay nicest guy you'd ever hope to meet from what I understand yes. people that I know that know him and it's like the guy literally was escorted yep. through through the Capitol by the police. Police. He, they opened the doors for him to doors get to the chambers. Yep. It's like, and yet he has been made the symbol of insurrectionist. Absolutely. And, but you know what? And, and the and, guy's been rotting in jail for correct, the last four, four, three, almost three years. Three years now. Yes. And, and you know what? Republicans should love the truth. And yeah. they, they Correct. Should be, they should do something about the people that's still being held there. You know, why, why isn't there and it's some kind of a protest or everybody go down and say, release this per- these people? Well, you yeah. Know, they, they've it? been there too long. Okay, for I saw that. On that note, Stella, mm-hmm. I saw on this morning or yesterday where I guess that there were some BLL riots, Antifa riots, and some people were taken to jail. And then right now in front of the, the jailhouse, there's a bunch of riots going on because they want to free those Antifa people. So where are our people with, with, with the January 6th people who are still in the gulag? Exactly. Right. Where mm-hmm. are we? Mm-hmm. Where are we? I don't know where we're at, but um, the, the things that the Republicans complain a lot about, we're doing in our own party. And when you and Republicans should really want the truth. I mean, uh, to me, there's some basics there. Yeah. Truth loving people. But they don't want that because, like my husband says, Kareen, even the Republican Party has been infiltrated, just like left progressives have infiltrated every aspect of our lives from education to the military. They've infiltrated our party cream because there's no excuse for a Republican to not want to know if rules were followed or not. There is no excuse for that. Well, yeah. the Democrat Party itself has been infiltrated. I mean, the yes, Dem- yeah, they were the first to get infiltrated. Exactly. Yes, they were. Because nobody. Right. You know, the saying that say, oh, the Democrat Party left me. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that way about the Republican I, Party. I am too. You know, a lot of people are, uh, yep. a lot of good conservatives yep. are jumping ship on the Republican Party. Yep. And and we are more blue now than ever. 
because a lot of people uh, have actually left our state. Good Republican conservatives have left our state, and we can do our darndest to get people to switch over. But the fact of the matter is we're more blue than ever. And I'm trying to get that research that one of the wars here in Bernalillo, they were telling people. Um, but I believe that. Yeah. You know, children, conservative children leave. And then we're getting people from California. No oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they well, take over. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know. they're going to come here and they're going to vote for policies that they voted for in California. And then they're going to make New Mexico a really miserable place to live, even more miserable than well, it currently is. And then they're going to wonder what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's happening now. Our governor, you know, is following um, uh, California and what they're doing. Yeah, and it even in says everything. in one of our bills, you know, that we're going to follow California's emissions uh-huh. emission standards. Like, what are we doing that for? It's all connected. But um, I'm going to go back to what you said: the infighting in the Republican Party, having discussions, whether you want to call it infighting, exposing um, lies. That's a good thing, just like what happened uh, when uh, the MAGA Republicans were trying to get McCarthy to do things. Those kinds of things. They were demonizing those people. Oh, they were insurrectionists, remember? They were insurrectionists. Yes. Republicans were saying that about them. Bingo. And now, look, we have those tapes. And now we know the truth from those troublemakers and those whistleblowers. and those. We now have the actual tapes of what happened because of their bravery and their courageous to ask a question. And, um, yeah, it's, I think things are going to get pretty crazy here in New Mexico, too. There's a lot of stuff going on in Bernalillo, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff is happening in Sandoval County as well. There is talk in Bernalillo about having a, a replacement convention, redoing the redoing convention. the convention. And yeah. I'm going to suggest and throw it out there that uh, there are a lot of counties in that same position. Yeah. Sandoval is one of them. I've heard that. I've heard just about all the counties. Down, Doña Ana was a mess. All the counties were a mess, and right now we still, supposedly, we have three counties that haven't had their biennial convention. Okay, well, you were supposed to have them by January 15th. Where's the accountability? Wow. Right, because I asked for the state central committee list. Yeah. And they refused to give it to me. And in our laws, rules, it says you are supposed to update and give the state central committee list to the members 72 hours after any changes. Well, it's been a lot, a little bit more than 72 hours mm. since January. Yeah. And, you know, they give me excuse after excuse. And I'm like, look at the rules, state rules guy. The rules are there are no rules. No, <laughs> nobody cares about rules I, I, anymore. I mean, it just pisses me off to mm-hmm. no end. Yeah. Right. That they don't even want to follow their own rules and we wonder why we're in the mess, people. That's why. And because people don't want to ask questions, and that's why we're in that mess. Yeah. And because we've been led to think that the, the executive committees of all of these counties are governing bodies. The state central committee is the governing body of the Republican Party of New Mexico. The county central committees is the governing body of each county. But nobody knows that. Because nobody wants to teach it. Because nobody wants to just give people information for knowledge. Isn't knowledge power? Oh, absolutely. But nobody wants That's to share it. Right? And so my husband yeah. says, Corrine, why don't you think the Republican Party wants to teach people this? Because then you give we, the people, the power. And when I was doing the convention, because the, uh, New Mexico, uh, the Republican Party had the convention in December, remember? Right, yeah. I was looking everywhere because I didn't know nothing. I'm like, really? Who gets to vote for the, the next chairman? I didn't know anything. 
So I'm looking on the website, looking on the website, couldn't find nothing. Like nobody would tell me anything because like it's a big secret, right? Well, then I find out that they were supposed to list the convention on the website. Well, here's an interesting thing. They didn't even do that. My my friend Mark told me this the other day. He said, "You know, I got elected as a BC into BCC a while back, along with you, and I never received any information about what my responsibilities are wow. as a BCC. Yeah, BCCC. Well, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like, well, I have a vague idea, but shouldn't you receive some kind of a?" manual or something saying, these are your responsibilities as a BCC. Let me tell you how bad it is. In December 20, I was running for the Sandoval County first vice chair. And I know how to campaign, right? I've been with Jay Block. I've been with Ethel. I know how to campaign. So I wanted this Sandoval County Centralist because that's how you campaign, right? And our chairwoman wouldn't give it to me. That happened to us. I ran for state representative, yep. and we had to beg. Yes, and beg I had to it. go to the state advisory board. Mm-hmm. Why is why is that kept under wraps? So I much? have no idea. But guess What's what? Guess what? That's not the that's not the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. I got the list, and I was on the list. I had been on the Sandoval County Central Committee for a whole year. And didn't even know. I didn't even know what. I went to those meetings. And I didn't vote because I didn't know why I was on it. So the same problem that you're having in Bernalillo with your friend, Mm. that happened to me. And let me tell you, I'm pissed off because you know what the rules state? Mm. Any updates to the central county committee list have to be given within 72 hours of any changes. And then it has to be given quarterly. Well, guess what? If they would have been following the rules, I would have known. Your friend would have known that they were even on the list. I heard people that they didn't even know they were on the list. And here we are. We wonder why we're all pissed off at our Republican Party because they can't even follow the same rules. It is unbelievable to me how this Republican Party thinks that they're going to win over people by behaving in this manner. Transparency, openness is not in the Republican Party. No, it's not. It's not. And, and people think, oh, Crane, that's not a big deal. I said, it is a big deal. How many other more people is this happening to? If it happened to me, how many more other people is it happening sure. to? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, and this is the deal. The, any county central committee is to provide general supervision and direct the political affairs of that county. If you don't know you're on the list, how can you do either of those? Because the perception is that they don't want a lot of people. In my county, we are supposed to, we are allowed to have 296 central county committee members. You know how many we have? 12. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good guess. I I, I think there's probably a little more than that. (laughs) We probably have about 71. Yeah. So how can you be a representative republic with 71 people out of the allowable 296? But how does that work? How does yeah. that work? But they don't push getting more people into the county central because then you more get more, you may get more loud mouths like Reed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. more opinionated you know, people. One, one thing I can say for Bernalillo County is we did fill, we did push to fill all those seats. Did you? Did. That's great. Yeah. How, how many do you have in Bernalillo? Oh, God, I, don't I, remember. I, don't, I don't remember. Well, that. we have two hundred ninety-six, so you obviously have more than that. Yeah, but they don't keep you updated. Yeah. They don't teach you what your job and your duties are. They don't teach you the, the, the mission of your county. The mission of our county is to grow the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would think that you know, when you become a, a BCCC member, 
uh, you know, that you'd receive some kind of little booklet or something. Saying, a new hey, member packet? A new member packet. Hey, that would be a great idea, wouldn't it? Well, nobody wants to listen to anybody pack. Here because... Here you go. Congratulations. Here's your new member packet, you know, where you can read about what your responsibilities are. You know, you, you should know that. Absolutely. Unless they really don't want you involved. Correct. And even in our <laughs> rules, we are allowed to have proxies. Yeah. Right. If I can't go to a, a county central committee and you're going to vote on something, right, I have I have the right to send my proxy. Mm-hmm. But if I never know, now I don't know about Bernalillo, but in Sandoval County, they have never sent out an agenda to what we are going to vote on or what the agenda is for the Sandoval County Convention meeting. So then if they don't do their job, then I... So it's I a, can't vote. It's, it's a deep, dark secret. It's a going deep, on. dark secret. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. And my husband says, Corrine, that's what the Democrats do. And I, I keep saying, no, Punny, this is the Republican Party. We're not like that. And my husband's like, Corrine, look at what they're doing. They're doing the same thing as yes, a Democrat. No, Pilo, this is the Republican Party. I love my Republican Party. Like you know, but being what I've been through and what I'm still going through with the Sandoval County uh, Republican Party, it's... I think we've been infiltrated. Why don't we drag them in here? Yeah, we should drag them in here and interview and say, well, well, because they don't answer you. I have asked my questions repeatedly. Let me give you an example. Sandoval, yeah, but they have to keep minutes. Meeting minutes. Everybody It's does. in our rules. Everybody You know does. how many times I've asked our new chairman and our, our, and our uh, executive committee? For the meeting. And yeah. you know what? They don't even answer me. They don't even have the decency and respect to say, you know what, Crean? We have them, we don't have them. We have them, but you're not getting them. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, yeah. see, that leads to the perception that they're hiding something. Yeah, exactly. And when somebody doesn't want to answer you, whether it be the left, right, your mama, your daddy, your husband, something they're hiding that, something. Yeah, something's under the current there. Yeah. They're right? Mm-hmm. And, and that is a travesty for our party. And for those people at those levels to not want to at least acknowledge you. And you know what? People say, Corrine, what's the big deal? I said, because they're supposed to keep the minutes. This is how you do general supervision and keep your own people accountable. Now, if they would have said, well, Corrine, you know what? We forgot to take the minutes. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Go grab the police and have them arrested? (laughs) Really? I would just say, okay, you guys, we need to do better for the next convention. See, this is something I was saying the other day that just drives me crazy. There are there are a lot of people out there that never want to admit they've made a mistake. Correct. Never yep. are willing to say they're sorry. Yep. Never willing to admit they're wrong. And it's like, you have to be willing to do that. It's like, okay, you know, we're all reasonable people. You know, one, exactly. quality, one quality I like to think that uh, uh, among Republicans that's common – with us for the most part is that we are thoughtful people. Yeah. Okay. And we're moral people. Yep. And it's like if you admit that you did something wrong that you that you screwed up. Okay, I'm sorry. I I realize I messed up on that. How can I what I want to hear you say is I'm sorry. How can I make it better? Correct. That's what I want to what hear. What is the big deal? And then deal we'll of sit down and we'll talk about how do we fix this? Yes. How but when nobody doesn't even want to answer or acknowledge, right? What's that the verse in the Bible all Republicans use? Um, if you would only God heal their land or whatever, he will bless it. Well, you know what? A Republican Party, self-examine ourselves. Self-examine what we're doing and what we're not doing. Because he, the Lord is not going to be blessing the Republican Party if we continue to behave in an ungodly manner. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, we need to be truth-loving people. And you know what? I'm sorry, Mr. Politician, but um, 
you know what, getting to the truth may implicate yourself, and that's the problem. We have some politicians up there trying to preserve themselves because it may implicate them. There's a lot of stuff that went on in Sandoval County, as I'm sure in Bernalillo, yeah. as I'm sure in Doña Ana County, yeah. but they don't want to answer it because they may be complicit in what happened. That's right. And you know what? Somebody's got to hold these people to account. Yeah. I'm sorry I just went off on and that. And it should start from the bottom instead of trying to start from the top, the accountability. Yeah. But you know what? We're just peons, I guess, because yeah. we're not on the on the committee there. But you know what? I'm part of the governing body. Mm-hmm. And you know, another problem is, too, is that the masses voted to keep the same status quo, the same leadership in place. And, you know, ultimately, I think the leadership of the Republican Party in New Mexico needs to be more accountable. Absolutely. You know, they need to admit that, yes, there's some stuff wrong, and how can we fix this? But see, this is the part when people don't know the rules. How are we allowed to, how can we keep you accountable? Right? Yeah. There was somebody, Sarah Jane, who was running for the, for the, for the, um, the, 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 the chairman of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. She asked for the state central county committee list, and they fought her on that. Why? Why? Because they. Why? Is, you, why are you keeping that a secret? I, it's like yes. I would. I one thing that, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that if I become a BCCC uh, member, that my information becomes kind of public in the Republican Party. Don't you think? Well, there's there's I, I'm, debate I'm about kind that. Of, I'm kind of an elected official at that point, aren't I? At- you know, th- th- this is the problem with our rules. They're not very specific. So we have people making subjective rules. I mean, I shared rulings. contact information. That, that information, it's like if people want to contact me about something, But then you right? have the whole other side who wants to keep their information private. So you have to talk about it and figure it out. But certainly to the CCC members, yeah. they should have everybody. And in our rules, it states you should have that information. Okay, so that wraps the first hour. I want to talk a little bit more about this stuff that uh, Donald Trump talked about. Yep, CPAC, let's do it. And then we got some other things. De- uh, Novak, Devote, de- de- I can't say his name, the tennis player. Oh, yes, yes. Biden <laughs> won't let him play in the United States because he won't get the experimental jab. Ridiculous. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yep. Yeah.